Hello and welcome back to the Future Work Life podcast. My name's Ollie Henderson, episode 19 of the Top 20 Lessons series. And at this point of proceedings, I thought I'd focus on a lesson which we could all benefit from recognising occasionally. And it's another of those lessons which sounds like a bit of a cliche, but is very true. And it's to trust the process. So to dig into this, I recall the conversation with the fantastic professor Damien Hughes, who's also recently kindly written the forward to my new book which of course you can pre-order now it comes on sale in January 2023 so Damien offered loads of insights into how to build a high performance career um, but one of those lessons which we sometimes forget when we get wrapped up into day-to-day life is that progress isn't always linear that we have our ups and downs and sometimes just keeping consistent and trusting the process is really important so here's Damien people say for us on the after they listen to the podcast and they go oh i wish i had aunt middleton's drive and you go okay well that but you let's break down what does drive mean because you're describing it as if he was born with that trait of being driven mm. and that's not necessarily true but equally what the point is is it's not that it's something you've got or you haven't it's a trait that you can develop so then you say so you go back to this idea of intrinsic motivation. Look at the uh, the DC and Ryan stuff around self-determination theory. So what's going to keep you going for longer than somebody that's rewarded just by external factors of the bright, shiny things is um, control, autonomy. They talk about the sense of belonging and relatedness. But the third factor is what you're describing, recognition or reward or being seen to be competent or something is a big part of it. So then if we understand that, we go, so how, the point is, if you're going to trust the process, which again is a great phrase, but you go, what does that mean? And it's the idea of trust the small steps. So reward people for the small things done well regularly than just wait to load all the reward on the outcome of hitting it. Yeah. Because to take a really ridiculous metaphor, if like an easy way of explaining it is that say somebody wants to lose weight, the easiest way of hitting your weight target is to cut off a limb. You can achieve, you hit your weight target overnight, but you'll cripple yourself in the process of doing it. So what you're saying is actually what I want to do is lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way. Right. So now we need to go down to the process. Let's look at your eating habits. Let's look at how often you exercise. Let's look at how you rehydrate, how you rest. And then it's about building in rewards for all those small things done well regularly. So then, so it's about doing small and regular rewards rather than loading it all on one big outcome-driven one is a big part of it. Mm. There are so many theories around management and self-motivation. For example, I had a really interesting chat with a guy on the podcast a few weeks ago, and he was talking about the evidence that having a few you know like less than three big goals in life helps you achieve you know greater reward and greater performance and I, and I believe in that sort of the north star I've got this ultimate objective that I want to achieve but of course the nature of those big goals is it takes bloody ages to get there I'd be interested whether you've got any suggestions about how we build in some uh, opportunity to recognize the good work that we are doing rather okay. than it being something we receive externally Think about the way we set targets for ourselves. So if you think about it in really simple terms, there's the outcome, performance, and process stuff. So if anyone's not familiar with it, the outcome stuff is what you just described as your North Star. 
That's the stuff that you want, the person you want to be, the, 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 the difference you want to make. And that's all very emotional and personal and, and, and it can often be hard to quantify. You know, I want to feel great about myself or I want to be seen as a great dad or whatever it is. That's a feeling. So, but you, you will have your definition of what that looks like. What we then do is we go down to performance targets that says, let's come at this from a logical point of view. How do I measure it? So what are the stats, the facts and the figures that would tell me that if I do that, I've, I've, I've achieved the outcome. And then the final bit is then you go down to what you said earlier, the process, the small steps that we do. So give you a really simple example of it from when we talked to Dina Asher-Smith on the podcast. Dina Asher-Smith, her whole ambition is about sort of, um, she wants to be seen as, as a symbol for young girls here in the UK that like you can break the glass ceiling. You want to be seen as a role, an inspirational role model for young girls. Okay, so that's an outcome stuff. The performance stuff says, well, to do that, I want to be the world champion at 200 metres. So when we go to the next world championships, you can stand on the finish line and you can very clearly measure whether she comes first or not and gets a gold medal Mm -hmm. around her neck. But what she's then focused on is doing five track sessions a week with the coach, John Blackie. She then focused on going to the physio three times a week. She's focused then on her nutritional and her daily fueling habits. So what she's doing is she's rewarding herself for all of those small things done regularly. And that comes from regular reflection, building in time to stop, have a look, have I done that well enough, can I do something better? So you're constantly refining the process that keeps her following that North Star of making sure that by the time she arrives on the start line for the 200 metres World Championships, she's in the best physical shape she can, which by definition will help her achieve the outcome of inspiring the generation of young women that look up to her. So there has to be that complete alignment all the way through. You can't be you can't be working on like you can't be there's that great saying, I, I think it's Covey that says it of you can't climb the ladder to success to then find out it was leaning against the wrong wall. Yeah. That you need to have that alignment to say you start from the outcome, the stuff that gets you out of bed on the morning when you don't want to do it. How do I measure that? And then what what are all the small steps? So a really simple way is, when I sometimes do it with young people, you'll say to them, what do you want in life? Like, what's your outcome? What's the what's the big dream? And some young person might say, oh, I want to live in a mansion. I want to have a million pound in the bank. I want to drive a Lamborghini. So rather than sort of dismiss it, you go, okay, that's fine. That's great. That's your ambition. That's what you're telling me excites you. What kind of job do you think you'd need to do that would afford you to have those kind of aspirations to live that kind of lifestyle? Go and have a look at it. So rather than just say that's what you want and make it vague, what kind of work do you think you'd need to do? And they might come back and go, I need to be um, a top lawyer, for example. And you go, and and I like law, so that's what I want to do. Right, so we've got a performance target now that you want to be Mm -hmm. a lawyer for one of the big six law firms in the country. Right, now let's get down to process. And eventually you go, are you doing the right subjects for you? Are you working as hard in those subjects as you're possibly capable of doing? Because to get there, you're going to need to have some pretty good grades. So are you maximising it? And what you often find is that they might have the dream and the aspiration, but their process of what they're doing isn't aligned to it. So you go, well, either change the outcome or change the process. That's the bit that you get to influence. But 
So you can break everything down by either start big and then distill it down to the small stuff or start on what you're doing the small stuff and ask yourself, is that going to lead you to the big stuff? So thank you to Damien for sharing those insights and to you for listening. I'll see you here for the final episode of this top 20 series tomorrow.